Hello, everybody, and welcome to Talking Addiction and Recovery Podcast. I am your host, Andrew J. Schreier. This is the first episode where under publication, I had to mark check for explicit content. This may be the only one where I have to do that, but you never know. This episode is about the case of the fuckets, and you're going to hear me reference it quite a bit. It is not meant to be offensive, but I believe it's important to say and recognize because I know this is often a silent thought as opposed to like a verbal statement. And I believe it is important to verbalize thoughts like these because when they've been circulating in our head over and over, sooner or later, those thoughts could lead to actions. And in the case of the fuckets, that's often concerning. One of the most noticeable things about the case of the fuckets is that it is rarely addressed in treatment curriculums and models of therapy for like substance use issues. It may be because of the explicitness of the thought. In this specific phrase, I'm talking about the relationship to how it is often like that last thought someone has before they take action to obtain or use drugs or alcohol. And the case of the fuckets is pretty well known among clients and patients I've ever counseled over the years. I really can't think of times in which I would say that and someone doesn't nod their head yes or say exactly. So it's one that with everything going on with people with substance use issues that this is an example or a situation concept where they can relate to it. They can understand it. They can acknowledge it. But yet it's often one that is not talked about a lot or addressed in much. And there are some areas where when you get into like paying attention to your thoughts and you get into like cognitive type therapies and ways to address and tools, this is one that it can, it can get brought up and addressed in. But you sometimes rely on the individual to say that or recognize it for it to finally become a part of treatment. I make it part of my goal to specifically address it whether it's in groups and sessions to be like let's talk about the case of the fuck it's like specifically bringing it up as topic so if you follow any of my social media accounts or read the description of this episode i posted a little riddle to kind of like promote it and this is what it was what is available 24 7 365 purchase price is free cost of consumption is catastrophic locations everywhere pairings with everything and breaking it down availability no matter what time it is where you are what is happening getting a case of the fuck it is always right there for you you can get it and have it no matter where you are. Purchase price, it's free to get. Obtaining one is not expensive at all. It costs nothing to say fuck it when you say it or to think it. The cost of consumption. This is the last thought before someone often takes the next steps to obtain or use drugs. And a return to drug use or alcohol use can cost some people everything. So even though the purchase price is free, the cost of consumption can be catastrophic. Locations, you can get it anywhere, wherever you are, 
you can find it wherever you go, no matter what situation you are in. And that ties along with pairings. It goes with everything. It does not take a lot for someone to give themselves a reason to go use and to go get high. It's it's a nice day out. Fuck it. It's a bad day out. Fuck it. I feel great. Fuck it. I feel terrible. Fuck it. So it goes with everything. You don't need a ton of specific reasons to really do it because when you get to that point, everything goes with it. This riddle shows how important it is to address this issue because of how quickly it can happen, how available it is to have those thoughts, and also realize the severity of what happens when you act on them. I would say 90, mid 90, high 90 percentage of the time, case of the fuckets leads to continued use of relapse. Based on my experience, you know, as an addiction counselor and clinical supervisor, it is very rare to hear someone have those thoughts and for it not to lead to using. To illustrate this point further, I want you to imagine a revolver. I know that imagery is pretty strong and there is no intent to use it in any way that is like threatening or traumatizing at all. I found this revolver imagery beneficial with people because it shows how quickly it can happen, how damaging it can be, and what happens when we get to the point of saying, fuck it. Imagine the revolver being empty. And sometimes our thoughts and emotions build up and those becomes the, the, the bullets in the chamber. Maybe it's, this is so unfair, I might as well go use. And that's a thought you have that leads to having some emotion related to anger. So that bullet goes into the chamber. Now you still have empty spots, but you just introduce like risky, addictive thinking. If you don't do something to take it out, you will fill that chamber with more ammunition. You start to add more thoughts that are pushing you towards using. Now it's filled with, this is so unfair, I might as well go use. I can't deal with this anymore. It would just be one more time. Nobody would know. And dealing with this sober sucks. Now there is a chamber full of thoughts and feelings that if the triggers pulled would lead to the action of using or starting to take action steps to obtain alcohol or drugs. I've identified the trigger as that case of the fuck it moment. That is when someone takes all those thoughts and emotions and a case of the fuckets is the trigger and the bullet fires, which leads to making attempts to obtain drugs or alcohol and use it. I don't know many people who, once they've said that and done something else, it's very rare. Once again, I know that imagery might be intense. However, I know it's been extremely useful in helping people understand how quick and dangerous this kind of thinking can turn into action. I mentioned that a very high percentage of the time someone has a case of fuckets, it does not 
lead to good or healthy actions or behaviors. And this isn't just for addiction to alcohol or drugs or, or addiction in general, but this can be for a number of areas. I've just learned a lot about it because of my work with addiction, but everyone at some point or another has had a case of the fuckets. And you might be thinking already just from this title of the episode or the discussion so far that, yeah, I know I've had a case of the fuckets and it doesn't end well. And let me tell you, it often does not. You know, fuck it lead to like not thinking about things or not caring or not wanting to. And that's all of a sudden when someone makes actions or take or decisions that looking back on it, you know, what was like the catalyst to that? And all of a sudden that fucking moment pushed that to, I'm going to go do something. Those, I have seen it where something happens that intervenes with the person using. Those are rare occasions. And I mean, those are like that, I would say like one, two percent of the time where an intervention of some sort stops them from doing it. But the person still had the intention of using and was even carrying out the plans when something happened. So here's some examples. I know that and these are things that people have told me. They contacted their dealer and found out the dealer was in jail or in prison. They got into their car to go get it and the car didn't start. They were about to meet their dealer and there were cop cars near the area they were supposed to meet with them. They headed to the liquor store and it was closed. In using these examples with the revolver imagery, that is like pulling the trigger and the gun not firing. And you hear stories of where there was nothing wrong with the gun and for some reason it didn't fire. And I'm here to tell you, we can't rely on those interventions to stop us when we start to get the case of the fuckets. The case of the fuckets is designed to lead to using and therefore in working properly that that's what it will do. I'll be honest, I'm thankful and relieved when I've heard those stories where someone has said fuck it and they've attempted to go contact someone or get some drugs or alcohol and they told me something happened and they couldn't. Like, I'm still relieved. I'm still thankful that they didn't do that. However, I can't, and more importantly, they can't rely on those things to happen to be the things that stops them from using because if those situations didn't happen if their dealer wasn't in jail if their car started if there weren't police in the area if the store wasn't closed i guarantee you based on what they've told me they would have used so we can't rely on those interventions that happen very small percentage of the time to stop somebody from using we have to start noticing when we are grabbing the bullets putting them in the chamber and feeling tempted to pull the trigger as intense as that may seem that's the reality i need people to understand when it comes to the case of the fuckets Think about it in your own experience. When you've said, fuck it, what happens next? What comes after that? What are the actions you've taken 
And looking back on it, was that the best thing for you to do? Usually, the fuck it is what makes thoughts and feelings combined into an action. And that's like the catalyst that is how that leads to actions and behaviors. And we have to pay attention to that. So what do we do? Here are five tips. Number one, accept that the revolver will always be there. That might be hard to acknowledge. There is nothing to do to get rid of that revolver. I just had someone this past week tell me about not really having any significant thoughts about using the last five years. And the individual's been um, maintaining abstinence longer than that, but over the last five years, reported that there really hasn't been anything really going on that has led to like strong thoughts of using. As the individual was telling me about what happened and what was going on, they mentioned that they had a thought about, I can't take this anymore. And it was in relation to um, some relationship dynamics and how someone was, their issues were were impacting their life and and some other family members and the person told me that the thought of i can't take this anymore and in session they said i almost had a case of the fuckets if they said they had a case of the fuckets i would not have been surprised if the next thing they said was they relapsed or they made attempts to to go use even after five years in recovery and abstinence from drugs and alcohol, the revolver is still there. So we have to pay attention that that is something that can always happen no matter what. Number two, recognize when you are starting to collect ammunition. These are the thoughts and feelings that combine into reasons for pulling the trigger. In the example that I just shared, that thought of, I can't take this anymore, that's a bullet right there. That is risky thinking. That could lead to addictive thinking. That could lead to wanting escape. Those combined with additional ones could lead to closer and closer to getting a case of the fuckets. And... This individual was able to recognize that and by, by recognizing that was able to then say, wow, that I almost had a case of fuck it. I didn't, but I can see how that would have led to that because of that was able to acknowledge it, take a step back, talk about it with me in session. And that bullet is not in the chamber. Number three, realize the more ammo you put in the chamber, the closer you get to pulling the trigger. The more thoughts and feelings related to using, the next thing to happen is to fire. So it might not be where this is all just happening in one situation or like a, a couple seconds or minutes. It can. Believe me, it can. But it can also be one that happens where you have this thought and it sits in there. And nothing else gets added, but it's still there. But then when something else happens or you have something else going on, 
Now all of a sudden you load another one in there and now the chamber is starting to get full again. And that's why I often say relapse doesn't just happen like that day. Relapse happens moments before, you know, relapse can happen a long time before someone starts using. And those are things you have to pay attention to because then all of a sudden something happens and boom, fuck it. And that's not the moment relapse happens where it's a fuck it, but something before that occurred where those thoughts and feelings and stuff, like things are starting to get dangerous. Number four is remove the bullets from the chamber. Yes, you can think of any reason to go out and get high or to use or to drink. But it's also important to find any reason not to do it. So earlier in this episode, we talked about it's nice out. Fuck it. It's bad out. Fuck it. I feel good. Fuck it. I feel bad. Fuck it. The more reasons you find to do it, you're just giving yourself more ammunition to hit that target. You need to find reasons not to. That is the key to removing the bullets. You have to think about, oh, well, I can have just one. You got to find a reason not to have one. One is too many. If you have the bullet of, I can get away with it. You got to think, I've gotten caught before I always get caught I will know so that's really important and that's a big topic that we cover in in therapy and counseling with paying attention to our thoughts and thought counters and all that kind of stuff that's really really important that's the key to removing bullets once they get in there so you're also learning that there's different skills that we need to use for this there's like acceptance there's awareness there's identifying and there's there's countering to help removing these number five when you get a case of the fuckets and that trigger is pulled and leads to using it's important to remember how that impacts your life and those around you Usually when the using happens, the consequences and outcomes are avoided and ignored. That's, that's the furthest thing the person's thinking about. It's vital to think about the impact a case of fuckets will have on your life and the life of those in the line of fire from your addiction. Some people think that when they get that case of fuckets, you know, it's kind of like, they're firing at whatever it is that's making them mad, upset, hurt, angry. And the truth of the matter is that bullet or bullets of using is not going to hurt that person. Actually, let me let me phrase that. Yes, other people will get hurt, but the person that's going to get hurt the most, the person that's going to have the most damage and destruction is going to be the person that used. So as that gun is being imagine fired forward it's really that person's gonna get hit by it because whenever someone gets a case of the fuck it's that is a 
a time where people often tell me where things have gone wrong or this is what I did, this is what happened, and it didn't end up well for me. So you end up shooting yourself, which with addiction, you know, and drug use, alcohol use, other addictive behaviors, that can be fatal. So it's important to realize like that before you add all those thoughts in and before you start aiming, you really got to imagine that that's you that you're firing at. The person who's going to have the most damage is going to be yourself. Then the collateral damage is going to be the people who care about you, the people that love you, the people that want what's best for you. That would be the collateral damage of what you just did harming yourself. A case of the fuckets is a it's a necessary topic of discussion. And it is often not talked nearly enough about. And I'm really thankful for having this podcast to be able to do just that because I know it's something that every nearly every person I've ever counseled or worked with, supervised has been able to relate to having a case of the fuck it. And I imagine that not only is it with substance use, but I imagine some people with mental health, some people with other issues, relationship problems, financial stuff, whatever the case may be. I would almost make an argument that every one of us can acknowledge when we've had a case of the fuck it. Biggest problem though is that it's in our minds. We keep it silent we finally see it when an action has been taken that has led to some pretty negative or disastrous consequences. Speaking about it out loud is going to help you pay attention to it, to recognize it, to see when you're getting close to putting it in the revolver. And all those things will hopefully help you to remove those things so that you don't get to the point of saying fuck it and pull the trigger. So outside of those five tips, the, the last really important one is that talking about it and sharing about it is really important. I know sometimes I have people who, who cuss in my office and, and cuss in group sessions and there are times where we have to, you know, talk about being respectful, having manners, being being careful of your language. This is not one where I want people to downplay, to minimize, or to soften up. In fact, when I say it, they usually find it easier to then be able to, to say. Because sometimes, you know, I've done this when you work with kids and, and then with adults too. So... Being able to say it's important because then it will part of it will lose its power by doing that. So once again, really important to speak on it, to share about it, and to acknowledge when you have that or when you're getting close to thinking about that. So I'm thankful that I can use this platform to vocalize such an important thing in the field of addiction recovery and helping people with substance use issues 
to talk about a concept that is really not one talked about nearly enough, but I know has impactful and catastrophic consequences on the people I work with. So with deep appreciation, thank you for listening.